I'm glad that you're on with us today. I want to pick up today where we left off last week in our podcast. We're talking about the grace of God and what you and I can do so that we will experience more and more of His grace. To kind of put the context before us, we were talking about last week how God is a God of love, and out of His great love for us, and He does love us, every one of us, according to Scripture, emanates His grace. His grace is expressed to us because He's a God of love. If He were a God of hate, He would not give us grace. He would give us what we deserve. But as a result of being a God of love, He forgives our sin because of what Jesus did on the cross as we make Jesus Christ our Lord. And what we experience then is His forgiveness and His grace, His unmerited favor, and His divine ability that we can live the life that we're supposed to be living and accomplish what we are supposed to accomplish. So we're going to look at several things today about how we can cooperate with God's grace and learn to experience and walk in it. It's not so much that God gives us a little grace as we go along, but as we learn to obey Him, His Word, and His Spirit, then we begin to understand another facet of God's great grace and mercy. So the first one we'll look at today is this. God gives His grace to everyone because of His great love for us, as the Scripture says. In Psalm 84:11. For the Lord God is, son, is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory, and no good thing will He withhold from those who walk uprightly. 1 Corinthians 1.4 says, I thank my God always concerning you for the grace of God which was given to you by Christ Jesus. Titus 2.11 says, For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. What does that say? Well, it says and means that God's grace has been given to every human being. From Adam on... Every human being has been a recipient of the grace of God. Were it not for the grace of God, you and I would not be alive today. God's grace has touched our lives many, many, many times, and we didn't even know about it. Perhaps a way to illustrate that would be the accidents, the sicknesses, the death around us that we may have experienced, we didn't experience because God was looking out for our good and we were recipients of His grace and didn't know it. But as we read Scripture and as we begin to understand it and incorporate it in our life, then we begin to realize in a greater measure how much of God's grace has come to us. Another thing that will help us in this is humility. Psalm, our correction, Proverbs 3.34 says, Surely he scorns the scornful, but gives grace to the humble. James 4.6 says, But he gives more grace. Therefore he said, God resists the proud, but has given grace to the humble. 
1 Peter 5, 5 and 6 says, Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourselves on the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. So God's grace comes to all. But as you and I learn to walk humbly before God, what happens is we begin to begin to discover facets of God's grace that's already previously given that we never knew existed before. So humility brings into manifestation the grace of God. God's grace comes to all walk in humility, and we begin to recognize and experience it in a greater measure. Number three, Jesus overflows with his grace and mercy. John 1.14 says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, notice this, full of grace and truth. Jesus is full of grace. Now watch this scripture. John 1, 16 and 17 says, And of his fullness we've all received, and grace for grace, or grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses, but grace in truth came through Jesus Christ. Jesus is full of grace, mercy, and truth. Jesus, if you walk with him, you will discover that he is a Jesus full of grace and truth. He is Jesus that expresses grace to his people. Now, could Jesus get angry when he was on earth? Of course he could. He drove the thieves and money changers out of the temple. But that was an unusual occurrence. He walks in grace and truth. Now, number four, you and I can speak grace over our life and over the lives of other people. Paul said in Romans 1.7, To all who are in Rome, beloved of God, called saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. This was not only a greeting from Paul to the Christians in Rome, but this was a declaration of God's grace being manifest in their life. He closed out the chapter in Romans 16, 24 by saying, The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. So you can proclaim grace upon your own life and upon that of other people. Just like you believe in your heart and you say it with your mouth, you can be born again. Just like you believe grace exists and is available for all, you can declare it in your life and in the lives of other people. Number five, we experience grace by faith in Jesus Christ. Romans, again, chapter 5, verse 1 and 2 says, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. So as you experience and put your faith in Jesus Christ, you will then experience manifestations of the grace of God. And then the last thing that we'll look at today is this. God's gifts are given to us according to the grace of God. Scripture, Romans twelve six says, Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us. 
See, different people have different gifts. And God gives people, when He gives the gift, it's according to the manifestation of the grace that's been given to them and through them to minister that gift that God then has given. So gifts and grace work together. God may give one individual the grace to be an apostle, for example. Somebody else the grace to be an evangelist, a pastor, a teacher, or a prophet, or an elder, or a greeter at church, or a missionary on a foreign field. But if God gives you that gift of ministry, then He will give you the grace that is needed to do that particular ministry. Folks, you and I don't don't need to get caught up in names or in titles. We need to just fall in love with Jesus, submit our lives to His Lordship, learn to follow Him, walk in His love and His mercy, and we will discover His grace is more than sufficient for whatever you and I may need. God bless you. I'm glad that you're on today. I will seek talk to you again 